I'm Morgan. And I'm Trisha. And we are first-time new moms. Join us on this crazy, beautiful ride of momhood, where we momcast each week, breaking the stereotypes of momhood and supporting each other on the good, bad, and often comical parts of being a mom. This is Mom Jeans and Minivans for the perfectly imperfect mom. Morgan. Good evening, Trisha. Hello. Happy Monday. I'm so tired. (laughs) Oh, are you? Today is our day one of spring break. (gasps) Right. It is for like our area too, but it doesn't really necessarily mean anything for us. I mean, Jack's on spring break, but you know. He's 18. So yeah, it's just <laughs> the only thing with that is when are we seeing you and are we seeing you at all? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> what are your plans? Yeah. So we had a good first day. We got to see, I'm like, I don't even, I guess it's an ex-boyfriend's mom I've stayed in contact with mm-hmm. and she just moved to Philly and, but she hasn't been able to meet Augie yet. So we got to spend the day with her and it turned out to be a beautiful day. So it was nice. And we're heading to New York city tomorrow. Oh, so. awesome. Yeah. So I'm going to be very tired like you yeah yeah (laughs) well funny that you mention traveling because our episode is kind of based on a recent traveling experience that Remy and I had and out of that experience I've kind of wanted to discuss uh, I've kind of decided that I wanted to do like parental daily reminders for myself like how I want to be as a mom Mm -hmm. stuff that I want to on a regular basis just remind myself and try and follow and stick to and this was because it was a bit of a rough trip it was just you Remy visiting your sister for your nephew's birthday correct and then like the rest of your family yeah you didn't have Jason is what I'm getting at yes but I wouldn't say it was was rough it just oh okay there were, I thought you said there it was like were, a very exhausting trip I mean no it was it really wasn't bad I actually I, we really had a good time but there good. were definitely I think Remy struggled a little bit more than I anticipated she would in what regard uh in particular sharing with her cousin her baby cousin her cousin mm-hmm. was turning two so Remy's you know, a little over a year older than him. And I just was surprised. I was surprised that she was having a hard time sharing, especially because I just had parent-teacher conference with her teacher and her teacher said that she loves <laughs> what a great share yes she was saying what a great <laughs> share she is that she really loves being in that older leader role so that she can teach the younger kids the right way to do things and how to do things and so I was surprised when environments are so different schools set up yeah create that environment then you have going to someone else's environment i mean we've seen remy here that she gets so excited by everything so i'm sure she was so excited by everything that she could get her hands on so it's just it's different it is different and you know this is his environment so he wants all of his stuff Mm -hmm. that she's interested in and he's not used to sharing right so double whammy it was yeah but i was just surprised like remy would scream where it's like oh my god what happened you know and and then we'd find out like her unusual like reacted in ways you weren't used to yes yes and even towards the end started to get frustrated to the point where she kind of she would say no thank you no thank you you know that was like her biggest phrase while we were there no thank you and because he would invade her it was, it was an aggressive no thank you <laughs> yes they usually are <laughs> but he would keep going after what she had to the point where like she just would like turn her shoulder fast but he's littler so she'd hit him he'd fall then he'd cry you know and God, it was this like sounds like my daily life it's a separation <laughs> just today charlie had her pop it and Augie just would not quit. I 
hit it somewhere and she got distracted, but he knew exactly where I hit it and he just kept it coming. Oh my gosh. So constant, like one arm on this side, child A over there, child B on the other yep. arm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so I guess the biggest thing I kind of took away from it was I realized, luckily I realized it earlier on in the trip, but when Remy would react a certain way to the sharing, I would get I wouldn't get like, I would get frustrated, but not necessarily show my frustration, but I would say certain things like, Remy, why are you struggling so much with this? You know, your teachers, Mm -hmm. you know, your teachers tell me you're such a good sharer. You're such a good, you know, older child to the younger, to your younger friends. So why are you having such a hard time with your cousin? And just very like questioning it a lot. And I kind of came to realize like, I have to remember she's out of her routine. She's in a brand new environment and I have to just be a little bit more understanding and try and allow her to express how she's feeling because she's obviously struggling to find the words. Yeah. Did you realize this on the trip or reflecting after the fact? It was on the trip, but I did even more reflecting afterwards um, because I can't say that her behavior necessarily improved. It just, I think she had longer time periods between it that it, that she was good. Um, improved once she reflected and tried changing your tactics. Yes. Or yes. like the way you worded things. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. She didn't scream as much, but she struggled as much. So like there were small okay. improvements, but still just really struggled with that aspect of it. Um, so yeah, I guess, I guess one of the biggest takeaways that I want to just remind myself every day is just that, you know, I think sometimes I forget because she's just so articulate at times Mm -hmm. and she forget she's three yeah i forget (laughs) that like she's three and she just she doesn't have the self-control she doesn't have the life experiences to be able to she can't comprehend everything and forget life experience it's just the words that she's still processing everything right now everything feelings words because they do seem so mature and you're like what do you feel talk to me Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i just (laughs) always want to be the parent that she feels safe with to express Mm -hmm. however she's feeling and whatever she's thinking without judgment Mm -hmm. and so that was just that's a that's a big one and it starts now you know you think about it more as like teenagers that's how I've always kind of viewed it but I absolutely think it starts now too Mm -hmm. and I I don't know what things you've come up with but this definitely resonates with me so it's Charlie it's been a daily battle that she's definitely had a tougher time lately regulating Mm -hmm. and i think it stems from the no naps yep and that she's not fully out of no naps right because she is falling asleep pretty much every day in the car now Mm -hmm. so she's she's tired and think about you and i when we're tired it's hard to articulate express ourselves but i've been trying to catch myself when she's crying i feel like it's such a fine line of that's not something you need to cry over. Like, that's what I want to say. And sometimes I do say, mm-hmm. but I really do try catching myself more when like her feel, her, her emotions seem so irrational to me, but I'm constantly saying, use your words. We can find a solution. It's okay to cry, mm-hmm. but we need to talk about what's making you cry. Or like if she's screaming it, like that's the part where it's like such the balance of like screaming and kicking and I have to say that hurts my ears. That's too loud. You are allowed to feel sad, mad, cry, but we need to do it in a kind way. Mm-hmm. And so I really try to like remind myself on, I don't want to tell her you can't feel that way or you can't cry. Right. Because I want her to be able to express or figure out what she's feeling. And it's so funny that Phil, I told him, I'm like, oh God, what was the phrasing? But, you know, I think it's something along the lines he'll say, like, just 
calm down and he'll say that to her and if you tell me to calm down it has the complete opposite <laughs> yeah complete opposite yeah. so i hear her him say it to her and she starts reacting the way i do i'm like you're that means you're not listening to me i'm not being hurt mm-hmm. exactly and you just don't know how to handle it so yes it's I, it's a constant daily reminder to myself of finding, okay, you're not allowed to kick, you're not allowed to scream at mommy, daddy, talk to us that way, but you are allowed to feel what you feel. Mm-hmm. And it is so hard in those moments, striking that balance of, I want you to feel comfortable, but also certain behaviors, the way you're going about it, you know, let's find how you're feeling in a different way. Right. Like, to articulate. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like- Slowing things is not the way. <laughs> Yes. And so I do something very similar and sometimes I will handle it that way. But if I am home, often how Mm -hmm. I will handle it is say, do you need some time to yourself? And if she, you know, keeps saying no, like where she's literally leaning her face forward into my face, um, or she'll say, you know, I'll say, well, if you're acting that way, then I think you do. And when you're ready to, you know, get all these feelings out and talk about it, then that's what we'll do. But I, you're, I do yes. not want you screaming mm-hmm. in my face. And so we're going to, you're going to go up to your room and you're going to have a little time to figure things out and I'll come back. And isn't it a fine line of you want them to get it out, talk about what they're feeling, learn how to talk about it, but also you're modeling respect for yourself. Right. You want them to be able to stand up for themselves. It's like, ugh, every little thing is such such like a teaching moment. Yes, it's exhausting. It is. It can be. <laughs> and you know, one of those things too, which was minor, but one of those reminders on my list was sending, s- setting boundaries early. You know, how many times do you ask before you follow through with yes. action? You know. Yeah. Do you have a set number? Because I know I don't, but I I definitely don't. Have but been it's trying typically to hold around to my word. Yeah, I don't. But I it's typically around three. Like I won't let it go past three. Sometimes it's two. Now, how's Jason? Because I feel like that's where Phil and I waver. And I've noticed that Charlie will say, I want my daddy because he doesn't hold true as much. He will, he just goes about it a little differently. And so if he says, you know, no, we can't do this or what have you, it's not a definite and she knows it and I know it. And so she'd rather deal with him than me that I will hit three and I mean three. Oh, yes. Like if I, I definitely follow through. I, I will always give a last warning. If I have to say this one more time, Remy, I am, this is the last time and I am going to do what I said, which is, and, and say it again. And a lot of times she does. She pushes those boundaries. But, but then I have to remind myself it's normal for this age. Yep. It's normal. And 1, so thousand percent. as long as I just tell myself she's, she's going to do it again, then I'm more prepared and I can handle it calmer. Um, I think Jason, so Jason is a, he disciplines as well. Like he's not, he doesn't hold back from it. But I think when it's him or I, I'm the one that's usually going to take action. Like I'm going to be the one that's going to follow through and do it. Like, I don't know that I've ever seen him carry her upstairs and tell her to calm down and then have a conversation. But I don't know when they're alone, how that might happen. They're not alone too often. Mm -hmm. So, but I feel like I have really tried to make efforts to handle things a little bit calmer whereas I think sometimes he can let it he can let his emotions get high with her and it doesn't help the situation we're the reverse I think I can let my as much as I want her to talk about it I can meet her sometimes where Phil I think stays calmer yeah yeah (laughs) that's like one that I definitely have to work on and I caught myself just like a week ago sitting in her room and I was like 
the things I tell her to do, breathe, I'm like, mommy needs a moment. I need space. That's our wording that we say. Mm-hmm. And she is very good at letting people <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> when she needs space. Oh, yes. But let's breathe. And so I was like, I just, I need a moment. Mommy's calming her body. I'm like, you know what? I need to show her. I really did need to, and it did help. But I was like, all right, before I go there with her and meet her, I need to calm myself, which I don't always do. But yeah, I'm definitely the one that will show my frustration a lot more, a lot more. But then I feel like I do try to follow it up with once things have cooled down and it might be an hour from then, Mm -hmm. but you know, mommy loves you. You know, you can always come to mommy, even when mommy gets frustrated or mad. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just, or do you know why mommy was frustrated and mad? It's just having that conversation. Yes. And I definitely do that too. And don't get me wrong. I have definitely flown off the handle more times than I would have liked to. That is a (laughs) given. But yes, and I do try and have those conversations and I do, I always do apologize for how I reacted and I explain why I did and why also that reaction isn't the best way to handle things and that Mm -hmm. mommy should have walked away and, (laughs) you know. Mommy shouldn't have thrown her own toy. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy had a tantrum because you were having a tantrum and I, rather than just remove myself, I allowed myself to get wrapped up in it with you. So I, I have a few times, Trisha, tell me if you've done this, when she's just at the heightened level, sometimes I will do it just so she can hear it. So and that's I'll, what Jason like, does. Sometimes I'll just like, ah, ah, and she'll pause. And I'm like, yeah, you don't like that, right? You know? And yeah. sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but sometimes I just need her to like hear herself. And it's not that I'm genuinely like feeling that moment, but sometimes I do just mirror what right. she's doing. Jason and so Jason will see, do like, that. That's what you're acting like. Oh, it's hard to talk to people when they're like that, huh? Yeah. And some most of the time when I get loud because she's just not listening and is screaming and yelling in my face, I'll, I'll be like, stop it. Like really loud because, but I, I prop, I almost wish I could just do what she's doing, but Jason does that. He'll literally mimic her to her, but it gets her angry because it almost feels like mocking and not necessarily like, yes. And that's why I said, sometimes it works. Sometimes it does. And sometimes she'll yell at me and say, stop it. Stop it. I'm like, okay, well that didn't work today. (laughs) You're like, you stop it. That's the whole point of this, right? No, you stop. Yes. No, you stop. No, you stop. Sometimes, no, you stop it. sometimes no, you like stop. arguing with your three-year-old and like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm trying to have this conversation with a three. I'm like, okay, I'm the grown up. I need to stop it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was curious. So how does it work when you do bring Remy upstairs? So, oh, she gets, she's mad. She, she definitely gets mad. And then most of the time I don't even wait for her to come down because she is so stubborn. I know it's going to be like hours later. So I'll open up the door. And she gets quiet and I say, are you done now? The door? Like her bedroom door Her, her bedroom door. And I'll say, okay. are you done now? And sometimes she's like, yes. And other times she's like, no. And I'm like, okay, I'll give you some more time. And then I just check back on her in a couple minutes. And I say, do you feel better now? And sometimes she's like, yes. Or sometimes she says, no. And then we just discuss how she's feeling and why she, you know, when I say, do you know why you were in here having space? Because I yelled in your face. Yes, that's why you were in here. Now, why were you so upset? Like, I, and, and well, actually, I don't say why were you so upset. Most of the time, it's when she doesn't get her way. And then we have the conversation that you can't always get what you want when you want it. It doesn't mean you're not going to get it. It means you can't have it in that moment. And you have to be patient and understanding. Yeah, patience been a big word lately yes. for us. Yeah. yeah, and I was wondering how it was working in her room because I just recently started. So at school, we have a peace corner. Mm-hmm. And we have in my room, Charlie has one in her room set up totally different, but just a place where people can go calm themselves um, if they just need a moment, mm-hmm. even if they're not upset. So I was trying to think about it. 
trying like what can I do at home so her tent and her playroom I just started this week Trisha making that her calming place I like that so when she's just gotten the point where she's kicking and throwing and I feel like we've for a few weeks now like I said her her ability to regulate has gone downhill a bit lately and I do think like I said it's tied into naps Mm -hmm. but we are trying to break that and get her to be able to talk about things sooner so Phil won't take her in there, but I've had to carry her in there twice and just tell her this is our peace corner, just like at school, you know, and she's like, no, no, I'm not going to be, I don't know how to breathe. Like she is upset. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is not going to work. So close the door, which that way Augie can't be in there. And I just sit there. And even if she won't breathe, I just start breathing. And both times I didn't look at a clock or anything, but she's calmed down and it's almost like she has to get through whatever she's feeling and then she can be a totally normal sweet charlie for the rest of the evening yep. it doesn't like go up and down up and down but i was thinking about really kind of defining that space a little bit more since it seems to be working like i said i just started this week twice but i was thinking about so do you stay in there with timer. her i do yep okay i just sit there um because one also i think she'd fly out of the room <laughs> and just open the door so, and so yes I, just sit. I have that handle so I, on her door so she can't open it okay so i just sit there i don't talk interact except for the beginning because also it's a new space and it's her playroom it's not usually a calming place so just so she understands why we're in there so like i said i will just sit against the door and just breathe and calm and she eventually calms but i was thinking about at school they said that she likes the pinwheel and because she blows on it and that in itself gets her breathing Mm. so i was thinking about "Mm, maybe i'll just make a little basket put a pinwheel in there and i was thinking about a little timer you know the little sand timers yeah so she could turn it over just to have that visual effect plus it's calming and then i was going to put in one other sensory toy in there for her and i've been telling her do you want to give yourself a hug? Sometimes when I squeeze my arms, that calms me. So again, I'm very much mirroring mirroring this right now for mm-hmm. her. But I just thought I could up it a little bit um, while we're going through this phase. So I'm going to keep trying it. Phil said it's not his thing. But like I said, I've had success the times I've tried it. But I guess this will stem for you at when you're not at home. Like, what do you do? Right. Right. A lot of times I just remove her from the situation and I sit her down somewhere where it's quiet and -hmm. I just talk to her and I say, we can't behave this way. Not, you know. So that's what you did in Florida. Um, Yeah. I would pull her into the room and I would just like hold her and say, I know sometimes it can be overwhelming to be in new places and, and with new people and new toys. And, you know, she, again, she was also not napping. So you add all the excitement Mm -hmm. plus the heat. Plus, you know, just all, everything else. And it's a lot. It's just a lot to handle. Um, but what I haven't liked, what I haven't liked is that, you know, lately when I do put her in a room, she's, she's, you know, she'll kick the door or she, you know, yeah. pounds her yep. feet and, you know, and it, I, I, don't, I really don't give it too long, just a couple minutes. And then I go in and then we talk and she's fine. But I do wonder if being in there I don't know I do want her to have her space like if she wants her space I want her to have it um and I also don't know how calm I would stay in that situation the whole reason I put her in there is because I don't <laughs> want to be subjected to that yeah. yelling and screaming and, and she's yeah. she's entitled to it good go for it take your space and your yeah. time for it but I don't have to be around it and I don't want to be around it so I have to figure out a way 
where she doesn't feel like I sometimes I think she feels like it's a, like she's being disciplined and it's not so much yeah. I don't want her to think that she's being disciplined as much as I just want her to take her space and time to get her feelings out so I have to I think I have to relook at how I'm handling it and maybe I start by putting her in a room and saying why don't we go on your like I'll put I usually always sit her on her bed maybe I just say let's sit on your bed and let's find the opportunity to you know calm down calm our body calm our mind calm our feelings and and figure out you know what's really going on but yeah I gotta work yeah, on that I don't even talk to Charlie when I'm in the playroom in terms of like I don't have that conversation yet it's truly just like a calming place and so I do just whatever she's doing when she's still heightened emotion I just am zoning out I'm like okay don't react don't like I'm trying to just show her I would love for her to be able to just go in there by herself, but I don't think we're there yet. Right, right. Having those moments say, "Mm, do you want to go to your calming place and, you know, use your time or like just have it for herself. But like I said, twice now. Yeah. We've used it. So you said you were, were reflecting a lot in Florida and also when you came back. So what were some of the daily reminders or things that you're like you know what I maybe could have done it this way or this is a goal that I'm building towards so like just yeah like so the biggest thing was just a you know letting her have her feelings but then also making sure that I'm like acknowledged and acknowledging them in a genuine way and and just being there for her empathizing with her and not trying to fix it not trying to explain necessarily why she's feeling a certain way, like trying to decipher it for her, but just being there and just letting her have whatever she's feeling and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Um, and, you know, we talked a little bit about setting limits. That's like another thing I kind of, you know, realized is when to step in, when not, when to kind of stop her before she gets too far. Like sometimes she'll, she's just like aggressive in the way she, she'll touch my face or like shove her hand down my shirt and, I have to like kind of (laughs) like I can see when it's going to happen and I need to like set those boundaries earlier so that I'm not like by the time she does it I'm not like stop like I it's I can see that you're you have a lot of energy right now (laughs) let's not use it big feeling towards poking mom's teeth through her lip like like you know what I mean like something (laughs) like that yeah Philly can Charlie can just get so upset she'll just grunge like i'm not talking right now and she'll cross her little arms and huff and puff or stomp her feet yeah remy makes fists with her hands like punches towards the ground leans forward and goes and like has scowl Mm -hmm. face and you're it's Mm -hmm. i want to laugh most of the time sometimes i laugh but other times (laughs) like i've learned that laughing never helps that so Oh, yeah. She's like, stop laughing at me. Okay. So I think one of the other, like the daily reminders from a lot of this too, is that when I see concerning behavior, like behavior that's kind of out of the ordinary for her or a little extreme or irrational, rather than get frustrated by it, I keep wanting to like remind myself that it's it's a sign for help. It's a sign for her yes, to... Yes, that's exactly. She's looking for you to guide her or she yes. just doesn't know yes how to navigate that right now. right and so just being like an advocate for her and trying to be mm-hmm. kind of but like her. how easy is it to remember all that in the moment let's be honest it's not but I think that's why as a daily practice <laughs> I try and okay. say okay like I have a list and I'll go through and I read it and in the morning so wow you're reading your list every day how many things are on your list 
um, I probably have about like six or seven. And then sometimes some of them I'm like, okay, like I don't, like I, I just kind of browse over it. Um, and sometimes I just like look at like the main thing of each one. I don't read like my whole little, I have like little paragraphs. I don't, I just will kind of read over it and then it's there. It's like, I've read it in the morning and, you know, and I reviewed it today before our call, which is, I think why her having a rough day, I was able to handle it so well. Cause I had just gone through my daily so reminders. feeling a difference. Yes. Like awesome. 100%. I feel, yeah, I just feel more in, yeah, I feel more in tuned. So that's okay. So that's one of my other big ones. And this is more not from Florida necessarily, Mm -hmm. but her quarantines and having to be home and I have to work from home and feeling very, very torn between being there for her 100% of the time and also having boundaries where I can do my work as well. Um, and it's hard. It's hard because sometimes she wants to show me something and I'm on a work call. And so I'm not giving her a hundred percent attention. And I don't know if, if I, if it's better that I say, Remy, I'll, I'll be with you as soon as I get off the phone, I'll give you my undivided attention. Or sometimes I've tried to do both. If I can sit there with her and kind of like, she wants to show me a Lego thing then I can give her to it partially, but then it's never, I just feel like it's never good enough. Like if I'm going to be doing something, I want to be as present as possible and a hundred percent there, but it's not always easy as a working mom. Yeah. Or just, I mean, not even a working mom, but just, I think being a parent and the times that you're just trying to get things done around the house or get dinner made or do laundry, like the basic, basic stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You need to respond back to an email or a doctor. I don't know, but the basic stuff where he's like, I just need a moment. I mean, honest to goodness, not really the same, but a little bit, but everything just takes so much longer with the kids. I was trying to unload the dishwasher and it took 30 minutes because everyone kept coming into that space and I have to close it because Augie can't touch the stuff. And I'm just like, oh my God, I will, Augie doesn't understand, but Charlie does. I'm like, just, just let me do this. Just, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I've been <laughs> doing then, a lot uh, more like of that. Remy, yeah, you've got it. Let me just like, finish this and then I will be with you. Yeah. But then I'm also trying to catch myself a little bit more because I have fully given up on this house looking the way I want it because it's just never ending. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Am I doing this just out of basic cleanliness needs to be done or can I just pause and give the kids the time that they need at that moment? Because there's always going to be something. So it is always a balancing of how important is this? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, those are my biggest takeaways. And then, you know, one that I, I do have to do for myself often is just remind myself that I'm human and Mm -hmm. to just be good and patient with myself and just keep showing up and learning because that's all I'm, you know, expecting of Remy is to just show up and learn. And I, I have to do the same. I have to do it with her because yeah. Like every she's a lot of bad day, like we do. And yeah, gets hangry, like we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, most of the time when her behavior is really out there, I know it is stemmed from something, food or sleep related. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, transitioning out of this nap, it's not like a one day you're napping, one day you're not. It, well, you are. Yet your body is. Yeah, it, it can go without. It's a but, yeah. long transition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and every day. It, Every day, it, you know, she may handle that 
sleep deprivation differently. Sometimes she thrives in it. And other times it's like, you know, oh my gosh, meltdown central left and right. Yes. And I keep looking and it's not consistent. I keep Mm -hmm. telling Phil, I feel like most transitions develop developmental with the kids. You can slowly see it starting at point A, building towards point B, but this one it's just up, down, left, right? Yeah. And I, this is one where I'm like, I am ready for her to regulate because it's a daily thing. And it might not last long, but it's just become way more frequent than it was. Mm-hmm. And I had to pause for a second. I'm like, why are they coming so much more? But like you said, it goes back to the naps mm-hmm. or lack of. Right. <laughs> for sure. And just to like, and in and, and speaking about that, just remembering that nap related or otherwise they're constantly going through different transitions just transitioning from playing with new friends at school like there's constantly new people being introduced i feel like in her not in her daily life but like she's had a couple different waves of new kids coming into her classroom and all that that encompasses and um you know not having a nap that has changed her routine then her routine from weekend to weekdays and that it still can be overwhelming at times, regardless if, you know. And they still go through growth spurts. Yes. And the ones we can't see as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. then they're, you know, they're just learning and adapting and and being influenced, too, by more things that. Yeah. Yeah. It all makes sense. But in the moment, you like you said, that's awesome. You do the daily reminders because you it's hard to remind yourself when you are feeling like, oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And also taking my vitamins because my vitamins help. <laughs> when I take my vitamins, oh, I notice the difference in my mood. Okay. If I don't take my vitamins, like I, I notice that I start to be a little edgier or I don't handle things as well. And I think a big part of that is like my vitamin B that I take. I take vitamin B, vitamin D, fish oil, and dehydrated fruits and vegetables. So, and the combination of them just work for me. Awesome. Yeah. So you can feel the difference. Also saying like, in my little list, it's like, take your vitamins. Don't slack off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, what, two weeks in? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm two weeks in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And I haven't felt my like, you know, blood pressure rise to the point where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to erupt if I don't step away. <laughs> I've been able to just kind of take myself out of the equation and like, however I'm feeling about it and just try and focus solely on where she's at, at in that moment. And it helps. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hear you. But being present. <laughs> yes. Yes. It can be a challenge, but it's also super rewarding when you feel like you've really handled a situation well and you're like, okay, I got this. I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm doing it. I know. <laughs> There's so many times she'll say, don't talk to me right now. And I just bite back gladly yep gladly yeah yep. like wait oh I don't want to teach her that or I've had to catch myself because I have I'm like okay mommy's gonna walk away now and I've started changing it to mommy needs space because I don't want her to think like I'm leaving her as a result and you have to act a certain way otherwise I'm gonna leave so I've been trying to be more transparent with my own feelings yes. like I need space or mommy just needs a moment I'm feeling frustrated now too so I've been trying to just change like allow myself to feel what I'm feeling because we're also human but mm-hmm. I'm like okay on the flip side when she's still seeing that from me and I don't want her to learn that so how can I change my own narrative mm-hmm. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I feel like I'm winning more than not in terms of leading by example, but definitely not perfect. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you have any, like, maybe not something that you, like a daily reminder, but maybe something that you often try and tell yourself regarding, you know, parenting or anything outside of what we've already discussed? Yeah. Yep. No. Okay. <laughs> hey. That's fine. I don't think I, I don't do daily reminders. I think they're great. I honestly just feel like it's survival mode and go, 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 which is probably even more reason I need to pause. I'm very much just in the moment. Overall, I've set these goals of, like I said, the peace corner and the house and changing how I say I need space or calming versus walking away. So just aware of how when I see something I don't like the way that maybe I've acted mm-hmm. just being more mindful of it yeah um, for the next time versus daily reminders mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. and I you know I don't know how long this will I feel like it's kind of like a phase you know it's like well it's if it works for me great I'm gonna come but... out of it mm-hmm. so quickly and I keep reminding myself this I do remind myself of that kids that are I don't know six seven whatever they don't act like this mm-hmm. and they will grow out of it yeah <laughs> so may- maybe that's my daily reminder mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a phase it's a phase yeah <laughs> exactly mom fashion well, sh- yeah and um before we do mom fashions <laughs> we can remind everyone that you can find us pretty much on any platform out there spreading the word is the best way to show us love letting people know we're out there and subscribe subscribe because then the episodes are automatically downloaded for you and who has time to try to find which episodes are new and not let it do the work for you and if you're (laughs) loving us give us those five stars on spotify and itunes and if there's something that you just aren't loving or you are loving and you want to let us know in more detail feel free to email us yes and if you are emailing us it is mom jeans and minivans at yahoo.com and we love hearing from any of our listeners just makes us feel so in touch with everyone in touch with everyone and kind of just gives us a pulse on where we're at with our podcast and then you can also follow us on uh, our social media which is our i guess our most popular is instagram but both instagram and facebook is mom jeans and minivans and we do have twitter as well it is mom jeans min m-i-n and the number one haven't done that one in a while m-i-n number one (laughs) (laughs) you got it all right do you want to kick off mom fashion sure i'll kick off mom fashion so my mom fashion which i don't know if it's a mom fashion as much as it's just like a hey this happened remy had a little run-in with a dog (laughs) um let's see how can i how can i shorten this remy has been quarantining the past this was her first day back to school she had a five-day quarantine And I had a really big work meeting. It was a two hour marketing meeting that had been scheduled well in advance and I I couldn't miss it. And I also couldn't have her there. (laughs) There was no way um, I'd be able to get through the two hours without some kind of interruption. So I really only had one person that I could call and think of and that was Jack's mom, Melinda. She's right down the street from my office. Yes, I saw those pictures that she had a date for the the other day. Yes. (laughs) So Remy was there for a couple hours, and um, I guess uh, they have her, they have a dog. She's very friendly, Layla. She's a very friendly dog, um, but she was sleeping on the foot of the bed, and I guess her and Melinda had just, like, sat down on the bed to just, like, relax and, and watch a little something because she had been pretty active all day. And they were joking about Layla snoring, and Remy went up and started, like, cuddling her and got close to her face, and it startled her, and she growled and snapped 
at Remy and caught her, caught her face. Bitter? Uh, it. She didn't necessarily bite her. I think Remy pulled away in time, um, but scraped her nose and had like a cut under her nose um, that was bleeding. So like almost um, bit her nose, could have bit her okay. nose off. So I guess my mom fashion is just like, it's scary. It's scary. It, you could leave somebody in the most trusted hands, you know, and accidents happen. And it's really hard when you're not there. Um, it luckily happened 15 minutes before I even showed up. And so I was, you know, I was right there by the time she had calmed down and everything I was, I was pulling in. Um, but uh, it's scary. It's just scary. And Remy has had little to no accidents. She's always been pretty coordinated and even when she started walking I didn't really have to worry about too much um so she's really hasn't had very many accidents at all so to find out that something like this that's also traumatic too like this is yeah that's what I was, I was going to ask you how is she with Layla or dogs right now so we haven't been around a dog since and actually we did walk by one on the street and she was like oh puppy and she seems totally fine okay she cool. did wake up with some nightmare she hasn't she hadn't been waking up and then after that incident, two nights in a row, she did have, she did wake up, you know, like, just definitely in distress. Like, and I, I don't know if it was that, but I, I was just a little, I was a little more attentive if she woke up because I knew that that had mm-hmm. happened and I just wanted to be there. But yeah, so I'll, I'll definitely make sure I share a picture. Yeah. <laughs> you actually have one. But yeah, no, it's so hard when someone else just letting go a little bit more yes anything can happen i know for sure i know and so it was hard and and it all worked out you know like i know it could have been a lot worse but like my heart was racing probably for a good 15 20 minutes after you just want to be there your mama Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah when you you can't help your child yeah that's hard yeah well i'm glad she is okay yes she is doing fine she's doing well she's healing nicely like again it was just glad she can smell smell the flowers springs flowers (laughs) (laughs) and you know i don't want to wait too long before there you know she does see layla again and i think she's going to be okay she was okay before we even left she wasn't all skittish and she's always a little hot and cold at first when she sees a dog and then she warms up quick so and you know it was a good learning moment too i said you know what did we learn from this experience and she kind of it's like, what? Like, we don't put our faces near sleeping dogs because they're sleeping and they get startled. And unlike humans, animals react differently. They're going to protect themselves. And by protecting themselves... I mean, a human could smack someone in the face and waking up that too. That is so true. So you shouldn't do that too. But they probably won't bite your nose off. <laughs> so, no, no, they won't. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's a good opportunity okay. for her to kind of know too how to handle animals. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my mom fashion. A little injury right. when away from home. <laughs> I don't have a mom fashion. Mine is a mom gush. Ooh, you haven't so, done a mom gush in a while. Which feels kind of appropriate since this was the other end of the spectrum of parenting with a toddler. So we'll have some positivity in there. <laughs> I love it. My mom gush is just all these positive things I heard and saw Charlie do in one day. Ooh. The day started off, dropped her off in early care, and the teacher caught me in the hallway right after right before school started and she had dropped Charlie off in her classroom and she was just start talking about her mornings with Charlie and how she loves doing puzzles with her. And the fact that she just came into the room, wanted to catch me and tell me that she's like, I could spend all day with her. And I was like, Oh, that really started my day off. I was like, Oh, that's really sweet to hear that. You know, you guys are having such a good time, such a positive thing. And then it was probably later that afternoon, Charlie had had a sub the day previous and that sub was 
then back at the school, but in another room. And the sub came up to me. It was like, yeah, Charlie just saw me. And she just started waving and saying hi to me. I was like, oh, so sweet. I'm like, okay, I'm doing something right. When she like acknowledges people, says hi. But I'm like, wow, back to back things, morning, afternoon. And then a parent texted me later that afternoon, still at school, mind you. I was like, what is going on today? But they had come into Charlie's classroom to celebrate their child's birthday. And the parent texted me. It's like, oh my God, Charlie just ran up and gave me a huge hug before I left the classroom. It's like, like the things that you hear your child's doing when you're not they're not in your presence, which like after, you know, what we're talking about today, it's really nice to hear that, okay, those are the things that are resonating that are be- being shown. And then to finish off the day, there were four things all in that day, Trisha, that then wow. we got home and sister-in-law had dropped Augie off and Charlie is still since her birthday on lollipops lollipops just loves her a lollipop and we still have that bag from her birthday of lollipops <laughs> so we've been letting her have one and she's like i i want a lollipop and so she grabbed the bag and then she got out three and she goes aunt sandy you need a lollipop and bring this one to uncle sean i was like oh sharing that was so sweet that she Charlie wanted her lollipop, but she was just like, oh, before you leave. And Sandy was at the door, like, ready to leave. I was like, oh, that's really sweet. So it was just, like, nice to hear all the positive things she was doing because it is easy to get wrapped up in how frustrating and exhausting it can be in these moments of our toddlers figuring out what they're feeling and how to go about yes, <laughs> those feelings. Yes. So that was just, it warmed my heart. Aww. So I thought I'd share that. Good job, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, on those happy notes. <laughs> yes. Till next time. Until next time. <laughs> Ciao. Ciao.